You're listening to Rhema for Today. He said to me, this anointing will not work. You see, certain things cause the anointing to work. Certain things will keep it from working. It doesn't just work automatically. See, a lot of times people have thought, well, if the Holy Ghost is going to do it, he'll just do it. Remember, Holy Ghost and anointing are synonymous terms. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. Jesus said, no man cometh unto me except my Father and draw him. Well, the way he does that is through the Holy Ghost, you see. Well, the Holy Ghost may be there drawing sinners to the Father, but he don't just grab by the hair of the head and jerk them into the altar. They have to respond. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, A Fresh Anointing, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Well, Elijah said, you've asked a hard thing. But now if you see me go, when I leave, why well, he said, it'll be granted unto you. So there's a walking along. The Word of God talks about, you know, the whirlwind and the horseman of fire and the chariot of fire, you know, came along and took Elijah and he went up. And Elijah cried out, you know, my father, you know, and so on. And, and, and then his mantle was left. And so he picked up his mantle and he smote Jordan and it divided. And the sons of the prophets that was watching afar off said, the spirit of Elijah is on Elisha. Well, it was the same spirit, only his double portion of it. And we've got a record of all the miracles that Elijah wrought. And according to the word of God, Elisha wrought twice as many. Because he had a double portion. A double measure, we would call it. Are you listening to me now? And so then, the Lord Jesus Christ is the head of the church. He is the head of the church. And when it comes to ministry, we're all in the same body, but we're not all in the same office. Paul says that in the 12th chapter of Romans, you know. And in whatever office that you're called to, he will anoint you to stand in that office, to perform that ministry. Now, there's some things you can do to cause that anointing to become stronger in manifestation. The potentiality of it was there all the time. But Jesus said to me when he appeared to me, he said, I've called you. Well, now that didn't mean he called me that day, September the 2nd, 1950. He'd called me before, actually. Earlier in that same vision, I understood what he mean was that I called you. Earlier in that same vision, he said, I called you before you were born. I separated you from your mother's womb. Satan tried to destroy your life before you were born many times since then, but my angels have watched over you and cared for you until this present hour. So later on then, when he laid his hand on my head and said, I, I called you, I knew he wasn't talking about just September the 2nd, 1950. The calling was there way back under, see. Then he says, and have anointed you. Well, I understood he's not talking about what happened September the 2nd. The anointing went along with the calling. And I'd been ministering for a good many years. 
But then he says, and have given unto you a special anointing. Now that just happened September the 2nd, the special anointing, you see. To lay your hands on the sick. I'd been laying hands on the sick for years and seen him heal. And so he said to me, I've called you and anointed you and have given unto you a special anointing to minister to the sick. And then he says to me, stand upright on your feet because he had said to me, kneel, and so I'd knelt. And so he said to me, among other things, he said to me, this anointing will not work. You see, certain things cause the anointing to work. Certain things will keep it from working. It doesn't just work automatically. See, a lot of times people have thought, well, if the Holy Ghost is going to do it, he'll just do it. Remember, Holy Ghost and anointing are synonymous terms. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. Jesus said, no man cometh unto me except my Father and draw him. Well, the way he does that is through the Holy Ghost, you see. Well, the Holy Ghost may be there drawing sinners to the Father, but he don't just grab by the hair of the head and jerk them into the altar. They have to respond. See, man has his part to play in responding to the Spirit of God. Man has his part to play in responding to the anointing. The anointing can be there. If he doesn't do anything with it, it's just there. And so, Jesus said, I've called thee and have anointed thee and have given unto thee a special anointing to minister to the sick. He said to me, giving me scripture, you see, he, he gave me the scripture here where it says, uh, and God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul, Acts 19.11. Well, the way he wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul was by specially anointing him. But here's what I want to say to you. Jesus said to me, if I wanted to do anything special by your hands, I didn't have to get the church together and have them to vote on it and see whether I could or not. Now, wouldn't it be strange? See, Paul uses a human body as an illustration of the body of Christ. Christ is the head, we're the body. Your head say, well, I'm going to get all my toes and all my fingers together and have them to vote. <laughs> see, what I'm saying to you is he's still distributing offices and ministries and anointings. See, he had the spirit without measure, no measure to it. Now, he called the 12 to him and authorized them and sent them out. He called the 70 and authorized them. It says he gave them power, sent them out. You see? He still, Jesus, is the head. See, God planned it that way. See, the Bible doesn't say God's the head of the church said Jesus is, doesn't it? He's not usurping any authority from the Father. That's just the way God planned it. He's the head. Jesus is. Jesus is. Notice what Jesus said about the Holy Ghost in the 14th, 15th, and 16th chapters of John's Gospel. Very interesting to take time to read all of it. 
to think upon it. But one thing he said in that 16th chapter was that the Holy Ghost, when he has come, will not speak of himself. He doesn't. The Holy Ghost never speaks of himself. But he'll take the things of mine, Jesus, and show them to you. And whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. Praise God. Very interesting, isn't it? And so you see then Jesus is still distributing ministers. He's ahead of the church, setting offices in the body, anointing people, dispersing the anointing. Very interesting verse. Over in the second chapter of Hebrews, about the fourth verse, I think it is. Very interesting verse there. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 4. What does that say, David? You got your Bible open there? God also bearing the witness. Talking about God bearing witness with the, the apostles and with the early ministry, including Philip the evangelist. Both with signs and wonders. Bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders. And with divers miracles. And with divers miracles. And gifts of the Holy Ghost. And gifts of the Holy Ghost. Now you see, you miss what he's saying there if you think immediately that when you read the word gift or gifts in the New Testament that it always means the same. There are four different Greek words translated gifts in the New Testament. Four different ones. They have a different meaning entirely. This one here, even in your King James, my King James translation, got a little number where the word gifts there and it said, by distributions of the Holy Ghost. He bore them witness by signs and wonders and divers miracles and by distributing the Holy Ghost. Are you listening to me? This, the Greek word translated gifts, it's in the plural here, means miraculous faculty or endowment. Miraculous faculty or endowment. So he distributed the miraculous faculty or endowment of the Holy Ghost. See, not talking about being born of the Spirit or filled with the Holy Ghost, talking about ministry now. How did he do it? According to his own will. According as I will. No. According as the Holy Ghost will. No. According as you will. No. According as Jesus. Because he's the head of the church. Distributions of miraculous faculties or endowments. That's what the word gifts here means in the Greek. Hallelujah. Distributing the Holy Ghost. We could put it this way. Distributing the anointing. So you see, that's the reason Jesus said to me, I didn't have to get the church together and have them to vote on it to see whether I could or not. I'm the head of the church. In the vision, he said to me, I'm the head of the church. He didn't have to ask any man. He didn't have to get the church to form a committee and have them to work all this out. I'm the head of the church. Hallelujah. Now, but this anointing will not work unless... 
Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find out more from our online bookstore with great materials from Kenneth E. Hagan and Pastor Hagan and the rest of the Hagan family. I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first is Kenneth E. Hagan's three CD series called A Fresh Anointing. Next is Kenneth Hagan's book, Jesus' Name Above All Names. And finally, Lynette Hagan's slimline book entitled, It's Your Time to Shine. All three resources are for the special price of $23.95. That's $14.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. If you're interested in Rama Bible College, we've got a, a Rama College weekend That's coming right. up here on October the 19th through the 21st. That's Friday through Sunday. Yes. You get to attend three different classes. Mm-hmm. You get to talk with the dean and instructors. There's a Friday night fun, fun. night and night of worship. Yes. And then a lunching on Friday. And there's also information on housing That's and right. jobs. And then attend a uh, RBT, Brave Bible Church, Sunday morning service. That's right. So, hey, if you're interested, <coughs> go go online to rbtc.org and give you all the information. You can even sign up there. So, yes. So, if you're interested in coming to Rainbow Bible College. Yes. Tomorrow on Rainbow for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rainbow for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.